0: Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Queerpreneur podcast episode with me, your host, Sarah Taylor. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the decision, the choice to come out at work um, or not come out at work, you know, and how you might navigate that. If it's something that you are thinking about or that you have been thinking about maybe for quite a while, or that you've decided maybe to come out with some people at work, and really just talking about my own personal experiences of that, and also some of the wonderful clients that I work with and some of my fellow queerpreneurs, you know, about being LGBTQ in the workplace, and why whether to be out at work or not isn't an easy decision to make. So let me be really clear about this up front. This is not me saying this is why I think you should be out at work. I talk about the benefits of being out in business, being out at work, being out in our careers quite a lot in this podcast series um, with my guests and myself. However, I always, always, always hopefully make it really, really clear that this is a very personal choice and decision and everybody's circumstances are different and situations are different and levels of safety are different and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as I go through today's episode. So today I'm talking about what I know to be true about the fact that this is never a simple decision and if you're listening and you're LGBTQ and you're not out at work, or you're not sure if you want to be out at work, then I totally, totally get it. And I really hope that today's episode is going to be reassuring for you. It's going to give you some thought to further explore, um, and some ideas and some resources to help you on that journey. Because you're always in control of this. And it's really easy, I think, to feel pressurised or to think that maybe you have to be out, you should be out. And this topic really matters to me because I think there is pressure to be out in the workplace. I think in society in the messages that we get in social media, in the news, there is pressure to feel okay to be out about who we are in the workplace, you know, about our sexuality or our gender identity. And I think it matters because it's stressful, and it can affect our well-being. And it matters because you might be struggling with almost like compartmentalising your life. And that in itself can be really challenging and stress-provoking. And it also matters because You might want to be out to people at work, but you're afraid of the rejection. You're afraid of their responses. And there's a lot to think about and it must never be underestimated. So let's get into this one. I really hope you find it valuable. Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Taylor and welcome to the Queerpreneur podcast. This is the place for queer women who want to start or grow their business and their straight allies, where we build community, raise awareness and create a platform to celebrate incredible women leaders, change makers and trailblazers. In every episode, my intention is to share knowledge, learning and resources that inspire you to think big, create more impact and step fully into your life and business in a way that feels authentic to you. So if you're ready to take action towards creating a more equal world for everyone, then let's get started. So you know when you say to people, I don't feel ready or comfortable to come out at work, and they look at you kind of like surprised or confused or even incredulous. What? Why? Surely you feel comfortable enough to come out. Now, these people might be family, friends, work colleagues, ex-work colleagues, whoever they are. That response, it kind of makes you feel wrong in some way, doesn't it? Like you should feel more comfortable, safer. It should be easier to be out about that part of your life at work, that part of you at work. I've felt this so many times, you know, in conversations with friends, in conversations now with ex-work colleagues and family. And let's face it, you know, these are people who either don't have the same sorts of worries and insecurities or significant discomfort about their sexuality or gender identity, or they're people who think that the world is safe, it's a safe and more equal place for LGBTQ plus people. So why wouldn't you come out? But these are people who don't get what it feels like to be afraid of others' reactions and responses and potential rejection to a very natural yet very deeply personal and vulnerable part of who we are. It's not deliberate or intentional, but they may just not get it. So what I want you to do is ignore what those people think and believe about how you should feel and think and act, whether it's in the workplace or outside of it, because they're not you. Because they can't know what it feels like to be you. So thank them for their opinion. And let's face it, their assumptions. And you will decide for yourself. You know, I will decide for myself when I feel ready. And if I want to come out at work or not. So as you'll know, if you follow me on social media or you're a regular listener to this podcast... I'm based in the UK, and acceptance and equality and legislation, legal rights, all of those things for LGBTQ plus people are, they're OK. We have still got a lot of work to do, especially in areas like trans rights um, and areas like LGBTQ inclusive schooling and education you know things are happening but it doesn't mean that just because someone puts a, a new policy or law in place that minds attitudes hearts and mind stuff is going to change right we know that it takes a lot more than that so there's still plenty of work to be done however we are a lot better off than many countries Many places in the world, you know, there's still over 70 countries in the world where being LGBTQ plus is still a crime. It's still a criminal offence. And 11 countries where the death penalty is recognised and a potential punishment for being gay. And I'm very aware that there might be people listening to this podcast right now who are from those countries or who have loved ones or friends from those countries or living in those countries right now who are in the LGBTQ plus community. And so this is very, very real. And if this is you and you're listening, my heart goes out to you. And my biggest, biggest wish for you, my biggest hope for you is that you have somebody in your life who is supporting you, who is loving you and accepting you for all that you are so what's my personal experience of being out at work well currently present day i'm definitely out at work i'm not sure i could be more out with an lgbtq focused business and mission and this podcast right the queerpreneur podcast but it's not always been that way quite the opposite in fact Coming out in the corporate workplace always felt like a risk for me. So, even up to the day that I left my last corporate job, which wasn't that long ago, you know, we're talking three years ago, there were people I worked with every day who I never talked to about my personal life and who didn't know that I was gay. And the fact that I first realised that I was gay over 20 years ago when there were no staff network groups, nothing like that, no LGBT plus role models might have something to do with it. But like I say, even in the most recent years of my corporate career as a senior manager in some of the biggest corporate organisations in the UK, I still didn't feel safe to be fully myself at work. And I'm certainly not alone. There's plenty of evidence available that the fact that workplaces are extremely heteronormative, that they are heteronormative places to be, that causes stress and anxiety for people who are LGBTQ+. Navigating the workplace as a gay person can feel like survival. It's tiring, it's draining, and it takes a toll on our mental health. Whether we're out or whether we're in, either way, it can have a negative impact. You know, we're either hiding and filtering and not being ourselves, or we're wondering if people will be okay, if people will be okay with us. Will they support us? You know, it comes to things like promotions, opportunities career development, and treat us equally if we're out. It's so distracting and it can be incredibly distressing. And this isn't just anecdotal. Plenty of surveys have been done. A recent survey of over 3,000 LGBT plus young people across 15 countries showed that more than half of them were not out at work because they feared discrimination Mental health struggles for LGBTQ plus people are double that experienced by heterosexual straight people. We know this, you know, this is a survey that's been completed by MIND. It's a regular survey that they do. And societal norms and the heteronormative structures and systems that we're all part of have a huge, huge part to play in this. Now I'm gonna share a few stories and real experiences with you from some of my amazing clients and fellow queer women in business. So you can get a feel for what it can
1: be like being gay in the straight world of work. Being a bisexual woman in the legal industry and I, spent quite a lot of time actually being out as a bisexual woman to my immediate team. At the same time though, it didn't feel completely safe for me to be out as a bisexual woman more widely when I was working with, without going into too much detail, um, other organisations. Because the way in which I feel there's a lot of sexism within the legal industry already, uh, there definitely is. And being a bisexual woman, there's a lot of misogyny directed towards bisexual women. And I felt that being a woman, a young woman in the legal industry, is often hard enough to be taken seriously. And so having that added layer of me being out, it didn't feel safe for me to be out. Being a bisexual young woman, as well as a young woman, would make it harder for me to be taken seriously, or listened to, or seen as a professional in the legal industry. It did not feel safe for me as a young woman who was really at a pivotal point in my career and looking to join the bar, so the barristers practice essentially. And it's very very old fashioned, very archaic. And I think, yeah, I mean it depended, there were some circles in which I felt safe and I would definitely only be out once I got to know people.
0: I remember how I first felt setting up business where most of the clients I needed to obtain were solicitors and therefore stereotypically middle-class, middle-aged white men. I certainly felt out of place as a young woman, let alone a lesbian who looked like a teenage boy I basically didn't feel like I'd be taken seriously. It was definitely harder.
2: Um so when I came out on my work socials, I became sort of acutely aware that, that there is a lot of homophobia in the world and and I was suddenly like, oh, what if what if I lose business because of it? What if the reception is terrible? What if what if we're um because it is difficult for a lot of people and in a lot of ways i'm very very lucky that you know people didn't care and a lot of that i think is that i socialize a lot with people who don't care about sexuality you know they just it's not a big deal to them it just it just is but yeah i was i was really worried at the time
0: i can recall so many experiences especially in my last job where I heard so many homophobic comments. Once I was sat on my lunch break and a group of physios started listing members of staff who we worked with who were gay and made comments like, Disgusting. I didn't realise she was like that. I hate gay people. This was while everyone was sat around having lunch. Also, my team lead, a lead physiotherapist, told one of my colleagues that she was unnatural and gross because she was dating a female. Also, one of my more recent friends from work was telling me this story about how her son was gay, And how she'd gone to visit him and she talked about how uncomfortable she was and how embarrassing she found it that her son and his boyfriend were being affectionate in public because children were around. I did say to her that kids better get used to it since times are changing. But she doesn't know I'm gay and I'm left thinking, I just don't think this friendship is helpful to me. These are real stories from some of the women that I talk to every day. And I say this often, please do not underestimate or dismiss the experiences that LGBTQ people are going through every single day of their lives. And if this is resonating with you, or if you're thinking about, wondering about whether to come out at work or be more open about your sexuality or gender identity at work. Just maybe with a small number of people and you want someone to talk your thoughts and feelings through with you who will get it without judgment or telling you what you should do, then don't hesitate to get in touch with me just send me a message over on Instagram or email me or contact me via Facebook, LinkedIn, anywhere you like. All of those links are in the show notes. And yeah, I want to give you a few ideas and principles that might help you move forward or feel more sure about where you're at with coming out at work or not. (laughs) And that decision now or in the future, you know, wherever you're at with it, So firstly, you can choose and take your time. So no matter what anyone else says or does, they're not you. We all have different journeys and different experiences and different struggles. So make sure you take your time and don't be pressured and return to and connect with your levels of comfort and your truth about how you want to navigate your journey and the second thing is keep working on your self-love keep working on that acceptance of your sexual orientation or your gender identity that very natural innate normal incredibly you know wonderful part of you and if you haven't listened to my previous podcast episode number 20 It's called Healing the Shame of Being Gay. And this is something you're struggling with. Then please do check out that podcast episode where I go into a lot more depth about why you might be thinking and feeling and experiencing your sexuality in a way that feels uncomfortable and is bringing up shame for you. And then the third thing, if you possibly, possibly can, please get support. Please find somebody that you can trust. Um, And if you have a staff network at work for LGBTQ plus staff members, employees, then consider reaching out to maybe the chair or someone maybe that you know is in the staff network group. Um, You don't have to be visibly active in those networks. So no one else really needs to see you or know that you're part of the LGBTQ plus network. You don't have to be in the company pride photographs um, and all that kind of stuff. You can be low key. You can be under the radar and you should be protected by the organisation. If you want to keep that quiet, then they have a duty of care to you to make sure to their very best that they, they do that. Or if it doesn't feel safe to reach out to a network support group at work, then, you know, there's organisations like Stonewall, Mind Out the Mental Health Charity for LGBTQ plus people, of which I am a board trustee, an incredible organisation. Or there's My Work, which is a business community for LGBTQ plus people, all places that you can explore, make contacts um, in a way that feels safe for you. All the links for these organisations are in the show notes of this podcast episode. And yeah, and then really the final thing is that, you know, remembering and knowing that you are as worthy and deserving and valid and equal as everybody else. So that's it for today's episode. Do let me know if it's resonated with you. And I'd love to hear about and learn about your experiences of coming out of work deciding to come out deciding not to come out how has it been for you you know what are the things that get in the way what are the things that make it easier or harder you know I'd love to learn and hear more about that and just drop me a DM over at Sarah Taylor coaching on Instagram or you can contact me on Facebook or LinkedIn or via email. all of those links are in the show notes. And yeah, if you want any support, I'm always here. I'm always up for a chat anytime. All you need to do is message me and I'll get straight back to you. This has been the Queerpreneur Podcast with me, your host, Sarah Taylor. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I will catch you next week. Lots of love. Bye, everybody.